1: Welcome to Heart and Hand, the Rangers podcast, the podcast that loves International Week so much to talk about. This week on Heart and Hand. Hi folks Fan duel is one day fantasy football. You select a team of Premier League players for a single round of fixtures, so you're not locked in for the whole season. You can play, watch and win money if you're good enough in one day. First up, you choose your contest. You can play for free or put your own money on the line for bigger payouts. We are playing the £5 Fan Fave with six grand of prizes to be won by the top 36 managers. Then, you pick your dream team. You have £100 million to spend, there's no subs, no captains, just 11 shirts to fill and the perfect formation to find. Splash out on the dead certs and hunt out all the hidden gems. It's the ultimate test of your football knowledge FanDuel was designed by football fans like us And is powered by Opta Stats. It's about much more than goals, assists and clean sheets Every pass, interception, every tackle They've all got big implications And we've got an offer for you If you sign up with the promo code Rangers Then FanDuel will return your entry free, eh, fee As free credit If you don't win cash in your first contest up to Atera So use the offer and enter your team against ours If you don't win cash You'll get that entry fee returned as credit So you can play again for free next week So no to lose, go to fangil.co.uk and enter our promo code Rangers in the promo code field on sign up to bag the offer. Available in the UK only for those over 18. Please play it responsibly, terms apply. So, welcome to Heart and Hand, the Rangers podcast. My name is David Edgar, I'm your host, and I'm joined this week, thankfully, by Mr. Scott Vandenacker.
0: Hello. And welcome
1: to International Week So uh, You got Did you What? D- who cares oh, So thanks folks That was a great point. Yeah it was, it was fun this week Let's start Scott um, With uh, we, we, we normally we, we always take a week off uh, International Week But this week we've done it Sort of ask for elbow um, yes. So people always moan So it's been a couple of weeks Since the Since the last one And of course The Partick Thistle match um, you and I both attended it um
0: bit better while still not being fabulous It was better in one exciting way In that they didn't score a goal No they didn't, a clean this sheet is, uh, Well to be fair that's, that's two in a row Well that's, that's true, which for us is pretty good goal We also won a game And scored a couple of goals Including uh, one very very good goal By Nico Cranchett That was was a beauty. I mean, and again,
1: I think we're just going to be saying this over and over, but he's wandering about, looks lost, lazy, and then he does something that nobody else in the park is capable of slaloms into the box, hands a couple of them their arse on the way out of the stadium, and
0: then smashes it into the top corner. You're going to have to accept that. He's got a cameo role, but he could do things that. At the moment, the, the team and the way we're playing, and I'm sure you'd agree, David, is not the most exciting football we've ever seen. No, it's not. So when you get somebody that can get you off your seat like that, then I think it is worth having, at least on the bench, maybe start some games. And he was certainly the only person that did anything interesting, which brings me to large swathes of the second half. Mm. Now, by the last half hour, David and I were basically just texting each other and not really about football. Hmm. Um, just you're t- telling me the cockneys behind you. Oh man, uh, alive! These guys—they
1: were—they were great. Actually, they were good fun, but they were so cockney at heart. Like I half expected one of them to turn round and offer me like a third share of of the calf. What? I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm chilling you, so sorry. I'm not a bloody well. Yeah. Can not have the worst name? i said it. name we can be. I'm a Chelsea, mate, You are not a bloody well. Ever. And it went on like that for honestly. Well, I was going to say 90 minutes, but they fucked off after 80. Really pleasant guys, but, you know, incredibly cockney. So At cockney, stage, you expected them to fall over. Did
0: anyone
1: over. choose anyone of mugging them off? After a while, it sort of blends into like one long... Noise. It sounds like... An injury sad. album being played yeah. at
0: the wrong speed. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so that's the kind of thing we were basically discussing because the last 20 minutes especially, David, that wasn't fun. Now, for the listeners, should we contextualise this? What do you think? At home, 50,000 bears, 2-0 up, at least try and score a goal. Or, nervous squad, results not being what they should, 2 nils in the bag simply don't make a mistake, simply keep the ball, simply pass it back amongst the goalkeeper and the two defenders all the time for 20 minutes. Do you think it's understandable? Yeah, so I do,
1: I do. Well, I, I do, because I think after about 60 minutes, Partick Thistle went, we'll take 2-0, and Rangers went, we'll happily take 2-0, because it's a win, a bit more confidence, and yeah, I, I think that there, was that there was that sort of almost tacit Agreement that they would both take that result and move on, and you know, listen, we've said this for weeks. You don't recover after a setback or a series of setbacks by suddenly going out and just it clicks and you start winning four and five. Now you gradually build back to where you need to be. So yeah. it'll be these scrappy, the two nils and the two ones, and the then it will start to get a bit better as the confidence flows through them, and hopefully you know, you, you, you'll you start to see that. We've got a big game on Friday night, uh, a nice easy trip for the Bears up to Inverness on a Friday night after work, so that's something to get. Well, getting... obviously
0: the computer comes up with the fixtures, okay, and then goes back and rejigs it so that Rangers are away from home on, like, Boxing Day, New Year's Day, Friday nights and stuff, about oh, 300 miles from home. It seems an extremely strange choice for a Friday evening game to give us our furthest trip. Mm-hmm. But, you know... I suppose it's better than a Sunday morning. It is better than a Sunday morning, except you can't really drink in the coaches or buses now because the police keep stopping them in the A9. But I think the game itself is going to be... What we saw against Dissel, which was interesting, was the first time that we've actually got a a two-goal lead. And they did fold a little bit. As David said, they were dangerous, they were good in possession, but you could tell they didn't think they would win. And we do need that first goal. It's really crucial. Teams are giving us a run for our money because we keep conceding or it's nil-nil for a long time or it's nip and tuck or we're only one goal ahead. If we can score against Inverness nice and early, I do think the confidence will flow and I do think we'll be able to play something approaching our game and maybe then we can actually go on to record a result. It's We keep getting involved in scrappy games either nil-nil or we concede this goal from something stupid or always chasing the game there's no patience. No one takes the, that touch, that bit of time to look up, and I'm really hoping on Friday we can score bright and early, and just see what can go from there. Just see what can happen from that point.
1: Yeah, I, I think so, and I think it's it's about trying to piece together a settled side, trying to uh, trying to say right, you you are the the core of the team. I mean, I, I would say currently the only ones. I would assume Wallace will be included in this, but for me, the only ones who have absolutely earned a starting shot this season are the goalkeeper James Tavernier and Andy Halliday. Um, oh, and
0: and Jason Holt. Yeah, it's a depressingly small list. It We're talking about this small. as well. It, there's not many players who nailed down a spot, sadly. Very few. No,
1: very few. One of the one of the players who hasn't, um, disappointingly for you, Scott, because you're going to have to return by the looks of it. Your Joey Barton shot.
0: Well, yes, um, the man. I, I always said he was a great signing. Yeah. Oh, that... oh, wait, hold on.
1: No, no. If hey, listen, very rarely in life are you right, and correct. You you did nail this one. You know for the wrong reasons, but it doesn't matter. You still nailed it, and you get to. Well, I mean, we could all totally be wrong, but listen, guys. You know, I've I know a bit about employment law you don't get suspended four weeks and then go back into work. They don't expect you. Know, Joey Barton, one way or another, in my humble opinion, ain't ever going to play for Rangers again. He's never going to yeah. attend another day's training in there. At the moment, both sides are positioning themselves legally to make sure that they're doing everything by the book. And that's where we are. But if if anyone out there is saying that there's going to be some sort of rapprochement or, uh, and that they're going to be you're know, back to it, it's not going to happen. Get it out of your head. Joey Barton is an ex-Rangers
0: player in all but name. Yeah, I think to be honest already if you look at the message boards or just chat to Rangers fans down the rubber dab dab with your pals um, everyone's already talking about maybe Crooks or Rossiter coming back soon. Well Rossiter's so, apparently fit again, which is good news. And um uh, Windass if, if he's ever fit. Um Windass is just I think he's sent just to take the piss out of us, isn't he? He keeps making these fleeting appearances and looking really good mm. and then vanishing after tweaking something. Mm. It's almost like he's, he's going, see, see what you could have had. <laughs> just, just play a couple of games in a row, you dick. Um, the
1: other thing is, and this is probably not something that's fair to criticise Matt, Matt Crooks for because he's only, you know, I think just one appearance so far and a fleeting one at that, but
0: he has curly hair.
1: And the appear, now, David... You know my feelings I, on
0: curly hair. Folks, can I just stop, David? He's starting to get worked up. Don't ever mention on social media or when you contact the pod... Blonde hair on men. No. Curly hair on men. No. Or attempted moustaches. No. He doesn't like them. Unfortunately for Matt Crooks, he's breaking two of David's three taboos. He's got attempted moustache and curly hair. And I, don't, I just don't want you to take it against him, David. I just don't want that.
1: I just think that it's 2016 and, you know, it's either he's done that deliberately, in which case I'm not sure there's a way back, or he was born that way, in which case he's a bit like left-handed people, and I just, you know, you, you keep you your distance. You can't throw him down the well anymore. Well, you just need to keep your distance, don't you? And if it turns out he's left-handed as well, then really, you know, I think he's the the guy's. I, I think we need to think about dunking
0: him in water to see if he floats. Do you know what I'm hoping? I'm hoping that he's been so busy in his recuperation, trying to get fit for the first team, that he didn't notice that he had a perm and a moustache. And he he doesn't actually know that that's what he looks like. I, that's my theory. Right. Okay. That. that yeah. Yeah. I,
1: I'm willing to. I'm I'm willing to grant him a little bit of time with that. Um. So this is pretty much all the the football chatter there's been. Apart from um breaking breaking news. Um, and I mean that that this this staggers me because, I given what's happened over the the last few years, that it appears that several employees of of Celtic football club, had engaged in a, a scheme um, to try and avoid paying taxes. What, what about the nurses, though? Well, obviously, that, that was my, my thing. But apparently, it's all right, because it wasn't the club, it was right. individuals. And then you read, that it appears that Craig Bellamy joined the scheme the
0: day after he signed for them. Right. Um, yeah, but Coincidence, I mean, surely. I think yeah. I mean, this would be dubious if any things like a manager or a coach or maybe some of the board were actually part of these schemes. Yeah. Oh mm. right. This yeah.
1: is this is the thing, right? People in glass houses, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Although on the plus side for Celtic to help them get out of this, they have like thirty thousand tax experts not in the stadium.
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah, right. and. Just thinking of the bloggers they're going to have. Oh, man, the, I mean, the, the, the tax
1: knowledge they have. The thing about it is, I said this when it was us, right? I hate the fact that we tried not to pay tax on certain things uh, or, or tried to help us. I hate aggressive tax avoidance. I understand that it happens, and I understand that that's what Celtic have done here. And, see, to be honest, I'm like... It's a, I don't like it. I I think it breaks society's contract, but that's my politics. But I understand it goes on. But when you have absolutely came the cunt for years and years and years and then it happens, well, you're going to have to expect uh, a certain bit back. So maybe we should be looking to
0: strip the second places. I think so. I mean, to be honest, all of those 10 points ahead of them, Mm they should be 20 points. Should we crowdfund
1: an advert to go in a Swiss newspaper in
0: English? I thought, Oh, that's just a starting point, though. Yeah, true. Um, I mean, that's, that's where you would begin. I think you'd also have to probably obviously get a blog, a secret blog called the Celtic Tax Case. Mm-hmm. We need to start that. Um, and then we need to probably give up our season tickets for Ibrox and spend about 23 hours a day online talking about Celtic and their tax issues. That's certainly what I'm going to be doing, so... Even joking, that sounds such a fucking grim life, doesn't it? I mean, but so many of them do it. I know, it. but it doesn't it just sound an appalling waste of cells? Imagine going on social media all day, every day, and looking at articles about your hated rivals, constantly, and that's all you do. I think- this is so... It's just so depressing.
1: Well, on the plus side, though, Scott, we can we 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 should say that we'll afford sell, take the same presumption of innocence until proven guilty that they did. Uh, uh, oh wait.
0: wait, a minute! I just hope that nobody goes into these hearings with a black the black cap on. Oh wait a minute! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, how how do you get
1: appointed to a tax tax tribunal? Yes. Mm-hmm. We need to look into that. But genuinely, yeah, it's it's. Part of modern society, which I, I think we'd all agree needs an overhaul, um, that rich people avoid paying their dues, uh, and that—that's basically what it is. But we all know that everybody does it. But the the full outrage and moralizing that we've had to suffer for this, and also the way that they the, the way they do it to Rangers fans, as if it was us. You know, yeah. as if working guys. I don't know about you, but you know, I'm at the level where my um and, and national insurance just gets taken. Right? I've never had to to work at, worry about no, aggressive I've never tax had avoidance. come in to
0: see what I could do with excess.
1: Exactly. So, yeah. um, and to do it to, to ordinary working people, you know, we don't like the fact that Craig White did a lot of things, and that that's one in particular. And I'm sure there's a lot of Celtic fans who who don't care particularly that they are bored tried this as well, it was a way of you know making sure that they were able to offer wages at the highest level that they possibly could, that I'm sure they thought was legal, all sound familiar, and they've been caught out, that happens, but like I say, when you've, when you've given it the, you know, the, the sermon in the hill for the best part of 10 years now, then you're going to have to take it, what I would say is, um, that means one tax scandal each, but they're still ahead of us in another way. And they always will be. Yeah, so that's uh, that, that. That's very true. International week. Anything you want to talk about at all about, about Scotland? Pish. Um, um, there was the booing of Lee Wallace's name being read at Hamden I don't know how widespread it was. I'd be lying
0: if I said it did. Um, so, well, my highlights of international week were the same as always. It starts with David's lack of knowledge about anything that's going on. That's nonsense. Uh, who watching the game tonight? What game? Scotland are playing. Who are they playing? Is it England yet? <laughs> no, it bloody isn't. And uh but uh, so um so that's always a highlight. I love David's lack of See if I just phoned him and said who are we have Scotland playing tonight now and it's hundred pounds rests on it, you'd be a poor, poor man. Yeah, I'll be this but it's always friggin' Estonia, isn't it? It's one of the actually this time it was the Slovs. Um I think. It was one of the Slovs we played. Uh, it was Slovakia. Um, oh, okay. oh, my highlights though Were um, San Marino Scored the first away goal For 16 years Honestly for 16 years Yes And if any, <laughs> any Yes it's brilliant and if any heart and handers Go online And look at celebrations It's totally what football <laughs> Is actually about <laughs> That boy should never have to buy a, Another
1: drink in San Marino
0: Oh he won't It's the The bench are involved oh, Honestly it's, it's heartwarming They go absolutely Tonto
1: Funnily um, enough That that'll be the reaction The next time Scotland score I <laughs> know no. similar then, scenes. Yeah, so are we are
0: we minnow plucky
1: Scotland. I saw um, a, an article in the Evening Times by Neil Cameron. Um, oh, he didn't miss him, did he? He didn't miss him. and he basically—I mean—he tore. Uh, I I had some dealings with Neil Cameron back in the day, and yes, he's a Tim but he, he's, he's a decent enough guy. Do you know what I mean? So uh, um, he, he said he, he he tries to call it pretty much as he sees it. And he's one of the ones that I don't mind because he'll give us abuse, but he'll give them abuse. And certainly he really didn't miss Strachan at all. And his point was a very good one, which is Strachan and his predecessors have just topped Scotland down so much now over the years that nobody cares. And that is the problem now. And there's a whole generation of people who have never seen Scotland qualify for a major tournament. It's looking increasingly like unless they do... I mean, I saw some stupid talk from Infantino about changing the World Cup to 48 teams great and playing it over, what, two years, Um, but unless they do that, there's there's, you you just can't see why it's going to happen at the moment, how Scotland are going to qualify. I would like to point out that Scotland's last trip to a major tournament, um, you attended. I did, um,
0: Scotland versus Norway.
1: And you're a Rangers fan. I am.
0: And we got demoted to the third division. Yes. You're a fucking jinx. I think, though, in fairness to myself, the two events were about fifteen years apart. Doesn't matter. Well, they do see everything comes in threes. Definitely. Maybe you should be um, sitting there
1: with Matt Crooks on the Witches Duncan.
0: Still. Well, let me see. Hold on. Um, I was alive, right, in primary school, when Celtic ten men won the league against Rangers in seventy nine. Okay. Uh, I went to see Scotland at the World Cup, and then we get put into Division Three. Fuck, I'm a jinx. Everyone does come in threes. It's,
1: it's adding up. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you, we're making a very strong case. One thing um, I think it's only right that we touch on, and I want to put a bit of clear blue water because this pod is deliberately silly, always has been, and it's always been about putting a smile um, on people's faces, if at all we could. Um, the the tragic news came through... Um, during the game, or just after the game at Ibrox, about the death of Ryan Baird, the Rangers fan from the Nith Loyal, who was killed in an accident uh, when the supporters bus crashed. This, I think, uh, at the, the brutally early age of only 39, this, I think, resonated for all of us because it, it could have been any one of us. You know, it, it could have it could have been any one of us. Nobody... It has been said, but it, it's so true. Nobody should not come home of any stripe, of any color, of any team from watching their side. They, nobody should not should not come home. Um, it's just beyond words, and I don't have anything to say that that in I think can get the the tragedy across. It being the same age, um, it, it kind of shook. It shook me up because. You just think it could have it could have been any one of us, and my heart goes out to his family, to his club, to everyone who knew him, everyone around him. It's it, it, there are there are no words to describe it. It's just an absolutely heartbreaking tragedy, and all we can do is is send our love and um, and just say that you know you, you you will always have a place in our hearts.
0: Absolutely. Well said, David. Okay, folks,
1: uh, now it's time for this week's Sporting Integrity Award. The Sporting Integrity Award is when we look around the world of sport and see who's made the biggest dick in themselves over the past seven days. It's uh, for liars, cheats, con men, idiots, fools, braggarts, and tax avoiders. Except us. Except us. If we did it, which hasn't been proved yet.
0: No, um, it just seems it's an honest mistake. <laughs> so far. <laughs> so far. Let's cling to uh, that. Right, Scott, this this is your moment. Now, I've got a few extras today, David, because I am a clever man. I, I like to think that. I like to think that while lacking looks, talent and humour, I make up for in the old grey matter, okay? Okay. And I knew that you'd struggle to fill the, the sort of... You, when you sent me the editorial for today's pod the bit said international week, hmm. I knew that wouldn't go well. Okay? No. So I've got a couple of extras. I've got a couple of uh, inclusions for my hilarious and now long-running section on comedy team names. Which really? almost died to death because you banned me from doing any more of them. Right, go on. Oh, come on. Show some enthusiasm, come on. Right. Scott? Yes? No. Okay, fair enough. Botswana Meat Commission. You've used them before Alright I'll do another one What about football farts Football farts Now you just made it up Because I Yo. said You you used Botswana Meat Commission before Ah ha ah, Damn you So you just Foot- made up Football farts Football Like let, fart Are based in Vang In north of Norway <laughs> No they okay. aren't They are They're a yo-yo team Going between the Third and fourth divisions Okay uh, And think- it means speed Apparently It means speed
1: There you go mate Speed so so it means farts. Farts means speed in Norwegian.
0: Yes. Football, galette, farts. So you yes. need to go out for a gram of farts. Yes, we will, yes. All right, okay. Um, and uh, I'll I... finish that bit with semen pudding, okay? <laughs> what? Semen, they're the top team in Indonesia, okay? They're called semen pudding. Semen pudding, yes. Oh, um, God, that, that sounds like really one of the worst meals that you could ever possibly and... have. Although nice and creamy. Well... That's the thing, because unfortunately, well, in consistency terms, Pading are a cement producer. (laughs) Well, aren't we all? Yes, I think we should leave that there. Yeah, no, no. Um, Now, I've got a a thing that, obviously, before I get to the Sporting Integrity Award, I'm going to cover one of my favourite... He's a hero of the pod, in many ways. It's Zlatan. Yes. Because... There's something about him that cannot be contained by modern football and he's actually the right age to be retiring soon because he's not about corporate sponsorship. He's not about, I came in and gave 110% for the gaffer. There's something old school about his latin, isn't there? Yes. He's The man don't give a beep, as they say. And um, I've got a few of his quotes, which I think I think you might enjoy, okay? John Carew, erstwhile Norwegian cart horse. Always linked with us. Always for about 18 years. Yeah. In fact, he still is, I think. Um, he suggested that Ibrahimovic's flicks and tricks were pointless and didn't help football. And he said, Yep, see what he can do with a football. I can do that with an orange. Yeah. Uh, listen, John Carew, you just
1: stay away from discussing skillful people. It's just, like, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, just, it's just not something you should do. It's like the drummer from Death Leopard getting onto you for your um, air traffic control skills at bringing in a plane. Right, you're gonna be better than him.
0: Absolutely. Um okay, on moving to League A in two thousand and twelve, he was asked at his press conference about the players already playing in France. Yes. I'll, I'll be honest, I don't know anything about them, but I'll tell you something though, they know who I am. It's kinda of like Joey Barton esque, except he was good. Absolutely, yes. So it was him when he went to France he actually proved it. Well what a player. Isn't this is on his time at AC Milan? Uh, we were looking through his playlist in the dressing room. We took his iPods and had a peek: Justin Bieber, the Jonas Brothers, Selena Gomez. It's lovely to know that even even David Beckham has a shit taste in something. <laughs> like that. Justin Bieber, uh, really? Yes, apparently. Uh, Be- yes. Beckham is just a he has a thirteen year old, doesn't he? Oh yes. He was asked about Mario Balotelli, the man child. Yeah. And was was there similarities? He said, "Look, I like fireworks." But I sit them off in the garden, or a kebab stand, or maybe in the middle of the street. I would never sit fire to my own house, though. That's stupid. What, why a kebab stand? I've got no idea. He thought that was one up from your own house, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, if I was a kebab stand owner and I saw Latin huddling towards me with some fireworks, I think I'd be sort of like, what, what are you doing? This is my kebab stand. <laughs> exactly. Why are you setting fire? no fireworks, Latin?
0: Take your fireworks and fuck off. I'd say I was proud I've got two more One you'll like as well Yeah Guardiola You know all that philosophy thing going on I was barely listening Why would I? It was advanced Grade A Top level bullshit Blood, sweat and tears That kind of thing Who knows he, was, That's he, Pep he That's did, Pep.
1: He did say about um, Guardiola That he um, Mourinho is the type of man Who lights up a room And Guardiola is the type Who draws
0: the curtains Yeah I mean Apparently Pep's latest is he's banned Wi-Fi from Man City's tuning ground so that they chat to each other a bit more and have more talks about football and tactics. I couldn't cope with that, having to talk to people I work with. With no Wi-Fi, God,
1: that'd be the end of you, wouldn't it? Yeah, having to talk to people full stop. Mm -hmm. I I I talk to you when we do this. You talk to Sally sometimes, don't you? I talk to Sally occasionally and I talk to the dogs. And bar that, I'm Ah, really... You phone your dad quite a lot don't you? You your dad. A couple of times a week. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's about it, isn't it? That, that is pretty much it. Uh, I, I'm not big on communicating with humans. No. I don't humans are it. disappointing though, aren't they, generally? There's a vile. Oh. Virus with shoes. and too, um,
0: too many of them as well. They're everywhere
1: that that's That's one of the curses. People don't realise one of the curses of being arrogant is it's it's not that I think I'm great, it's just that you know everybody else is what they are and I think
0: I'm great. Well, exactly. So there's two things there, then. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll grant you that. You do think you're great. Oh, that yeah. I am. <laughs> well, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, but you're only comparing yourself to most people. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. F- ghastly It's not like I'm comparing myself to to Zlatan. Mm-mm. You're comparing yourself to man in the street, and the man in the street is god awful. Yeah. The man I've met some of these so-called men in the street. You know that dullards. Oh. Oh. Talking of which, I don't know how true this is, right? But my colleague claims claims that there was a hipster on the train with him, right, Mm -hmm. the other day, who got out a sort of, you know, the sort of newspaper, sudoku you know, the page of the puzzles? Yeah. And took a little one of these mini pencils you get in the bookies out of his beard. Oh, he's trying too hard, isn't that I hope it's not true. My colleague swears it is true. No, I'd I'd believe it. I'd believe it. I think that, that for
1: a certain breed of hipster, it's about... You know, how can I outwank anybody else? And it's like, mate, don't hurry, you're well ahead. Just, <laughs> you know, j- just so, just by your existence. So is that what they do now? Are we not or coming we- to the end of this fucking beard thing, by the way? I shave them off, yeah. Right, I mean, it's been years. That, enough, right, just enough. Have a shave, fuck up. Right, we're just, um, it's, we're done. Okay, we're done. You all look like fucking Stephen Fletcher. Nobody wants that, wrap it. See if you're listening to this and you've got a beard and one of those haircuts that there's only hair on the top and it's shaved in at the sides. Go and shave your fucking head and your beard right now, immediately because you look like Stephen Fletcher. Yeah, put some socks on.
0: Stop concealing pencils about your person.
1: Laser removal for the sleeve tattoo that you undoubtedly fucking have and get rid of the ironic Marvel underpants while you're at it. And
0: as a final... Final message, that thing about cars, that song by, that not an Irish band, what's called, Watching Cars or something it's like that. No is, Patrol. It's not the most amazing emotional song in the world ever. It's just
1: not.
0: Uh, uh, listen, I you know my feelings on that song. So of stop all your stuff. Hipster, just, stop d- all d- just, just stop. I should write a book about how people should behave. That you should. I should. But yeah. then, the problem is if everyone then converted to a normal way of living, mm. you might have to converse with them. Oh, I d- no, but I would, I would then change and.
1: And reject you know, one of the problems with becoming an indie fan when you're 13, you know, you just You can't like this, it, it just triggers automatically. Do you with- know what
0: it is? <laughs> Mate, I was thinking about this the other day actually about how I'm a total malcontent, right? And yeah. I thought, do you know what it is? I just go back to I was really young to you, I wear black on the outside because black is how I feel on the inside. Mm. See, if you're an 80s, 90s indie fan, that's it, you'll never change. There is. No change. No, there's, there's, all you do is find other bands and six music that sound like the bands you liked. Mm. That's it. No, it's, it's it's absolutely true. You
1: don't understand when they get you that, that that sort of age. Yeah, you know, it's like I was fourteen when I first heard Closer by Joy Division. There's there's yeah. no coming back from that. You're not going
0: to see the world as a a kind of sparkly happy place after that, are you? Absolutely not. And the thing is, we could do a pod about this, folks. I thought it's own, but. Music now, it's just like, oh, my mate made me a mix thing. Oh, my mate made me a playlist on Spotify. It's 150 songs. I don't know who any of the artists are. That's not music. Mm. That's not music appreciation. We, David and I, were picked up by the heel and dunked in the flowing river of indie noise punk garage, or leaving only our Achilles heel of occasionally liking rock ballads by Styx and Foreigner. Yeah. And it's, it's a way of life, man. But anyway, 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 let's get back to where we're here, David. And why we're here is Brazilian football. Yay! So I'll leave you with um, a new contender for Miss Bum Bum. Is she back? No, it's a contender for, but she's a cousin of previous winner in 2015, Sabrina Boing Boing. <laughs> yes. This is her cousin, Daniela Moraes. She's going in for 2016, Miss Bum Bum, okay? Okay. And she was caught on film, ahem, uh, wrestling a steward to the ground at Grêmio before chasing the players across the pitch wearing only a bra top and shorts. Nice. We never get shit like that at Ibrox, do we? No. She says, of course I never expected such media attention. Yes, I'm sure she didn't. I I only ever follow the team of my heart. This wasn't staged. Oh, no. No, of course not. It's one
1: thing about these Miss Bum Bums is I'm always amazed that they, the name indicates something, but they've always got simply enormous tits. And bum-bums. Yeah, yeah, they, they do. But, I mean, you, you hear Miss Bum-Bum and you think, you know, off. Park your
0: bike in it. Yeah, yeah, but more often than not, they've got massively inflated chibs. And I would advise our listeners to go online to look at Daniela Moraes at the Gremio game. And indeed, she does have a pleasurable frontage. One of the things I think we should
1: therefore um, ask is any of our listeners, if you've got a bird who's got big chibs, see if you can get her. To run on at the park at Ibrox And wrestle and to the ground
0: Erica Rowe style That's one for the kid Yes Or If if you have a girlfriend Who could win Miss Bum Bum Because of fantastic arts But it's flat chested hmm. Let us know Maybe send some pictures
1: Yeah absolutely And we'll share them With the, the art man listeners uh, on, on the social yeah, media
0: That'll be interesting you make, as well You make yourself so, very, very popular well, I'm going to end it with something hilarious From the past One okay. last story From the 1930 World Cup semi-final Between Argentina and the United States, now I was reading about this recently, I didn't know this. The American trainer at one stage sprinted onto the pitch to argue the referee about a decision. He dropped his medical bag, a bottle of chloroform broke open, and as he argued, he collapsed to the ground, knocked out by chloroform, and had to get stretched off.
1: That's fantastic. You've got to be careful with chloroform, you know, that's that's one of the problems Certainly with did. it. Um Marks get quite a lot of it. Yeah, exactly. I was wondering why he carried it in his bag. Oh, See yeah. any players that were missing from that because of a groin strain? Uh mm-hmm. it's like I I was fine when I went to bed, man. I, I woke up, felt groggy and, and really sore downstairs.
0: Yes, I know Yeah. He's-
1: I think we know what, what happened there, lads. Okay, I think the winner for that has been Miss Bum Bum. Just Daniela our, Marais, yeah, she's not
0: won it yet, mate. She's yeah. not won it yet. Well,
1: uh, the, um, the champ, the Bum Bum elect. Yes.
0: I think, she'll never talk the names Serena Boing Boing. No, that's, that's a great name. Is that uh, a real name, though? I, mean, I don't know. Is it well,
1: it's Brazil, isn't it? You're not to call anything. But uh, congratulations, Daniela. You're the winner of this week's uh, Sporting Integrity Award. Okay, that's pretty much it then from Heart and Hand this week. We'll be back with a, hopefully a fuller show next week when proper football returns. Um, all that remains for me to do is to thank our executive producer in London, Mr Mike Lee, Mr Paul Myers, to thank all of you guys for listening and tell us how you can get in touch, which is very simple. Just go to Facebook, search for Heart and Hand and the Rangers podcast and come and chat to us or follow us on Twitter. I'm uh, at ibroxrocks and Scott is... Scott Heart Hand. That's... Uh... As simple as that, Scott Harthand at ibroxrox. That's all you need to do, and you come chat to us, and uh, if you're funny, we'll chat back to you, and if you're not, we won't. So there you go. Um, that, that seems a, uh, you know, don't, don't mistake that we're friends, though, if you get an answer, because it's, it's not true. Uh, Scott, thank you very much for joining us. I would just say to people, remember to pay your taxes, folks. <laughs> yes, and uh, on that bombshell, I'm David Edgar. I'll talk to you again this time next week. Cheers. Bye.